For the record, with Dan Gordon and Maya Billick on FBI Radio. I did not become someone different that I did not want to be. But I'm new here. Will you show me around? FBI Radio would like to acknowledge that right now we are broadcasting on the stolen Gadigal land of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend that respect to any First Nations person listening in right now. Sovereignty was never ceded and Redfern is the heart of Indigenous sovereignty and resistance in the colonial project of so-called Australia. It's midday and that means it's time for For the Record, a weekly album show and this week we've got a doozy for you. We're talking all about Gil Scott Heron and Jamie XX's We're New Here. And what an incredible record it is. Turning 10. I know. Huge feat. And it comes after his band, the XX, took the indie world by storm in 2009 with their self-titled debut album. It's percussionist producer Jamie XX who was approached to remix what would go on to be the final album by an absolute icon and master of his craft, American poet Gil Scott Heron's I'm New Here, originally released in 2010, his 13th studio album. And the first one in 16 years after going through a fairly dark period in his life with undertones of drug addiction and legal issues, but alongside Arthur Russell, the head of XL Records, Heron produced a a comeback of sorts, a reimagining of his perceived style, what he was kind of known for 16 years prior, and had built up a legacy of, and opted more for electronic, uh, more modern production, focusing thematically a bit more on personal, self-reflecting, and love-lost ideas. What an absolute tap on the shoulder, like, to be one of the only people given that privilege essentially to get the stems and get the masters of an artist like Gil Scott Herons. It's no easy feat, I think, and goes to show you just how much trust is involved in this project and in this record between these two artists. Um, It is a posthumous release of sorts, but I think one that would only happen if Gil gave his approval of sorts anyway. Yeah, and I think it's all all that more daunting when you put yourself in Jamie's position, being that this is the first significant um, release in terms of long player form that he's ever put mm. out. It had only just been remixes and 
probably little edits up until that point. And I mean, obviously, obviously he has experience in doing stuff with the XX, but I think it's a little bit different when you kind of set yourself into the spotlight and do something of your own accord. Yeah, this record really is what paved the way for Jamie XX solo, paved the way for his own full solo debut record, which is another incredible album uh, worthy of accolades here on For the Record. But we're talking about the collaborative record with Gil Scott Heron, When You Hear. In case you missed it, my name is Maya Billick and I'm joined by Dan Gordon and you're listening to a weekly album show here on FBI Radio called For the Record. Jamie was approached by Russell due to his love of the XX's debut album, which is this fusion of post-dubstep indie electronica. And that is what in turn influenced the production style on I'm New Here, Gil Scott Heron's return after X amount of years. So Russell from XL didn't want this record to be 10 to 15 different artists giving their take or, or I guess treating it not with disrespect, but it was a very particular kind of release, this one, and it needed to be handled with the right care and someone who had that trust, understood the vision, and was able to treat it with the respect it essentially deserves. And that's why he opted for one vision, being Jamie XX's, who was a longtime fan and admirer, and jumped at the idea, admitted he was extremely nervous, saying it was a bit nerve-wracking because at the time I hadn't done my own album, but I knew exactly what I wanted to do with it and was eager to get at it. And shortly after it's released, Gil unfortunately passed away later in 2011. Now, I think that singular vision definitely had to happen. And to be honest, even in the hands of someone as capable as Jamie XX, it still had the potential to fall apart. I think that this is a huge undertaking and and one that kind of definitely doesn't weigh lightly on someone's shoulders. But I think that the, the two records almost complement each other perfectly in my mind. They form a perfect circle and are, are two sides of the same coin. And to me, where new here is a fittingly forward-thinking high to sign off on Heron's career. Yeah, what an absolute way to really... And your discography, essentially, on such a peak. You're listening to For The Record. We kicked it off with I'm New Here, the intro track to We're New Here, the collaborative record by Jamie XX and Gil Scott Heron, uh, his reimagining of Gil's work and discography. We're going to be revisiting some of the originals and their reworks on today's show. So stay tuned here on For The Record. This one's called Home. Days ago and no one seems to know I'm coming. 
eccentric as obnoxious as arrogant as aggressive as uh introspective as selfish the I've Been Me interlude, and right there, running. My name's Maya Billick. I'm joined by Dan Gordon. This is For The Record and FBI Radio, and we are unpacking When You Hear, the collaborative Gil Scott Heron and Jamie XX record, and it is, simply put, an incredible piece of art. Alongside the sampled Heron parts, I, I feel like this record almost plays out as a little bit of a love letter to Jamie XX's past and present in terms of UK electronic. Yeah, totally, totally. And, you know, we touched on this before, but a massive, like, trust exercise, not only between the artist, but between the artist and label, and essentially to give someone like Jamie XX the keys to the kingdom. He said that he was working on it while touring with the XX, and he was doing so on a laptop that was probably burning his knees at the same time in and out of tour vans and the like, working on only using Gil's vocals and not any of the original music from it, which is not only a daunting thing, but a bit of a uh, a bit of a risky thing to do because you can see that you're working not only with like a blank canvas, but the potential for people to say that you would have taken something and run along with it. I think that's definitely not what's happened in the final work here, but an incredible way to relook at everything, quite literally from scratch. He wanted it to sound like everything he'd be listening to in London, to sound like something you'd hear on a pirate radio, where you hear not only so many different genres, but it can be convoluted and mixed up, and then in the end, when you turn on the station, it still ends up making sense. Yeah, and speaking on the record, Jamie said he wanted to show the difference between him then and now, as well as the difference between my taste then and now. The songs that use his voice from older records are influenced by the stuff I liked 10 or 15 years ago, mostly sample-based productions, like RJD2. Incredible records by RJT2 as well. Brilliant reference, I think. And I wanted the album to explain itself like a DJ set. I wanted to represent Gil well but also use his voice as my own. So you can kind of get the picture here. Not only is this a reimagining through Jamie's lens, but it's Jamie's lens through Gil's words. And essentially what he's done on this record is just position them in a brand new context, which is the sign of a 
not only formidable but extremely talented DJ. Yeah, and not only that, it's it's not just banger after banger after banger like you might find in some DJ sets in London. It ebbs and flows and kind of goes in sync with Heron's vocals and the way that he kind of stylizes himself. So I think that in that sense, Jamie really absolutely killed it. And I think what's also really incredible about this record is in many ways he's still bringing it back to some of like the main roots and key messaging of Gill's music, bringing it back to bringing it to a new context like uh, you know through a dance record doesn't take that away from the music at all. It's you know still very much rooted in black culture and something that not only was Gill very vocal about but something very special to to himself through his artistry. So it's nice to be able to see that that message was still carried across its making. And as sad as it is that Heron passed only a few months after the making of this record, I truly believe that if he had still been alive post this album, you know, however many years, I think that he would have probably taken some cues from this album on where to push his sound forward, given that, you know, I'm new here, the album he released in 2010, was extremely experimental from his standards and leaning maybe not necessarily into electronic music but having electronic sounds and bringing those kind of soundscapes to his poetry. Yeah, I mean, you'll hear it a little later when we play the original version of New York is Killing Me and and I'll Take Care of You. The way he's able to bring back, like, the roots of blues and R&B but add these completely like contemporary production finishes to them is so incredible to the point where if you wouldn't know any better you'd think almost these original versions could be reimaginings in themselves yeah if you just tuned in we're on for the record chatting about gil scott heron and jamie xx when you hear is the record and the melodic flourishes between the bass across this record really hit, and not only do they hit, but they hit hard. They rain across the whole album from start to finish, and you really get that feeling that Jamie put his all into its making, which is impressive for essentially what would be some version of his own debut record that was pieced together on a tour. I I personally prefer this album to his official debut album in colour, which I think is still a fantastic record, but I don't know, for me this has just that little bit more soul to it than something like that one does. I mean, I think a fair point. It's just, I would say they're two completely different records. Like, we would not have in colour if not for where new here, essentially. Yeah. On that, we're going to jump into more music here on For The Record. This one's My Cloud, and coming up... The original version of New York is Killing Me. Keep it locked on FBI, 94.5 FM on digital radio and streaming at fbiradio.com. And 
the original version of New York is Killing Me off I'm New Here from 2010 by Gil Scott Heron up the top. We heard My Cloud, 
certain things, the interlude, the crutch, and then your soul and mine, which is probably my personal favorite off this record. I think it's a an immediate highlight for me. It's worth saying that New York is Killing Me, What You Just Heard, is the, the original version there, a blues song that he's paired against a pretty almost empty background with just some syncopated hand claps and looped fragments. His voice is weary and raw. This is someone who's returned to music in his late 60s after a near decade-plus long break in between. And you really can feel like you're hanging on to every part of his music and every every word he says. And I think that is so crucial to, I think, what makes this record brilliant because he sampled his vocals, but he's not completely chopped and screwed them up to the point of distortion. Like the words and the lyrics and how they're delivered with Gil's voice is everything. And to be able to keep that, but paint these brand new backgrounds essentially to them is what is one of my favorite things about this record yeah and i think while obviously he's stripped the music completely off and is taking his own route with this one i i think that he still kind of carries on that sparse tone of the original yeah and but kind of turns it more into something a little bit sinister like i think the track sounds kind of scary initially and and almost like Gil's coming back with a vengeance. Oh, you you can tell, like, this is a person who has seen some stuff and has experienced a lot. You you can hear, like, the their life experience in his vocal tone, essentially. And it should be no surprise because of that how much of a lasting impact and legacy Gil Scott Heron has on poetry and music alike. He leads very little introduction in in those areas, but what an album like When You Hear helped to do was introduce a whole new generation who might not have been as acquainted with him before that. Yeah, and I mean, I admittedly definitely fall into that category. I, While I might have discovered his music, probably would have eventually at some point, I, this was definitely my introduction to Gil Scott Heron which made me go back and listen to I'm New Here, which then made me go back and listen to his discography. And, you know, what a what a nice way to introduce people that might not have heard it otherwise. Yeah, and it's, I think, an enduring testament to the mark he's made on music that his discography and back catalogue is still being reimagined. Micaiah McCraven recently released a jazz-inflected a studio take on a lot of Gil Scott Heron originals, which is also a brilliant listen. If you have the time and you're a Gil fan, you should definitely check it out if you hadn't already. Now, add on to that that the album's final track, I'll Take Care of You, was sampled on the absolutely huge hit. I don't think you could go anywhere in the world without hearing this when it came out. Take Care by Drake, featuring Rihanna. Um, Only really adding to the impact that not only Gil had, but this specific reimagining of his music had on music. Yeah, I mean, it's we're revisiting it today because it's reached 10 years of life, this record, When You Hear, and if that isn't a reason or explanation for how well this album has aged and is still relevant and is just as incredible when you listen to it now as when you do for the first time, then I don't know what is. Yeah, obviously receiving praise when it came out, but I think 
it definitely suits, at least in my opinion, the current climate of electronic music just that little bit more than it did maybe in 2011. We're coming to a close on For the Record very shortly. We're about 15 minutes left together, but we're going to dip into more of the record. This one's senseless, and you're going to also hear uh, the original of I'll Take Care of You very, very shortly. You're on For the Record. I believe that the spirits are your, your parents and their parents and their parents and their parents and their uh, bloodstream and they run through your body constantly because they, they want you to live on because they want to live on and they're trying all the time to tell you shit and if you just heard a few minutes from yourself, you would hear them, you would hear them. And 94.5 is FBI. the original record I'm New Here by Gil Scott Heron that was I'll Take Care of You then we jumped to Parents Interlude Piano Player and then New York is Killing Me it's time for us to jump on out of here and make some room for lunch with Tanita Rizagi here on FBI Radio but don't worry getting you there is the uh, album closer we've got the Jazz Interlude and I'll Take Care of You an incredible finish for an incredible album you can listen back to today's show in full at fbiradio.com slash programs. Just click on For the Record and you'll find today's show, uh, last week's show on John Glacier, plus every other album we've had the pleasure of enjoying with you. Or you can listen to the podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. It'll be up there. Just look up FBI Radio and For the Record will be en route to you. We'll see you here at the same time next week, midday to 1pm every Wednesday on FBI Radio 94.5 FM. We're going to leave you with Gil. Jazz music. Jazz music. Oh, it's dance.
came out of the brothels and the cat houses and the Mormons. So when, when the question of is that jazz came up, I started to describe it in terms of what I knew it to be, dance music. Dance music from its earliest beginnings to where it is now. Prince may be well, one of the greatest jazz musicians in the world. Like the, those are the people who play jazz music. They play jazz. They play, they play music for you to dance by, for you to jump up and down on. Hey, hey. 